Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Badlands podcast, the only podcast that is 100% chiselled and is proudly part of the Chairshot Radio Network. As always, I'm joined by the Welsh one himself, Mr Paul Talley. Paul, how are you? Uh, it's not about me this week. M- move, move along, let's, let's get him back. Okay, Ooh-wee. what's up with that? What's up with that? Who's back? Raise back. Raise back. Woohoo! What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? Raise back. <laughs> Hello, Ray. I actually got bad news. I gotta go. <laughs> we we <laughs> out of time. <laughs> we have to see you next week, Lindsay Buckingham. <laughs> no, what's up, guys? I, I've missed the hell out of y'all. What's up? Yeah, no, we missed you. We really yeah. missed you. The, the show's missed you. It's gone downhill without it's, you being it on really it. Has. It really has. I mean, I mean, y'all did y'all did like forty thousand episodes without me. So like, two episodes without me is not a big deal. The the quality's gone up, but the the fun has gone down. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need to strike that balance. I'll accept that. I I am Cheshire Squad Jester, so I'll accept that. And you you picked a very apropos week to return. Because we are actually touching on a very, uh, a very recent topic, one that we thought when we when it was brought up last week would be signed, sealed, and delivered. But as we record now on the on the twenty second of February, it's still up in the air. So it's still technically a what if question. Is it um, though? I mean, it it's all it's hasn't been officially announced or as as leaked by the New York Post. This has happened, blah, 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 blah. Um, 
But so bet, technically, it's not bet happening. Money, bet money this fool already signed and they're just playing it off. I, I, I agree with you, but until we get that official statement, it's I still mean, up in the air. Cody is going to, Fightful's going to, going to report tomorrow. Uh, breaking news, Cody Rhodes sounds with EC3's Control Your Narrative. <laughs> <laughs> and, he'll, and he'll debut on Terminus 2. <laughs> hey, the Terminus <laughs> show is dope, though, while, while you're joking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, the question we paused last week was, what if Cody Rhodes re-signed with the WWE? You know, can I say, what the fuck is wrong with me for coming back for the Garrett show? Like, of all the shows for me to come back... I come back to talk about Cody. You are a closet fan. No. Yes. No. He's your favorite. As, as I take off my shirt to reveal my nightmare family shirt. No. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's only smoke mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Yeah, I guess we have to talk about him, right? It's the biggest. Do you know the one thing, real quick, before we get into it? Is the funny thing is, people are like, who would have thought? In the year 2022, Cody Rose would be a bigger conversation than Stone Cold. Well, no, Stone Cold hasn't said anything, nor has there been any actual talks. So, like, it's not the same, you know. It's like that's like me saying in the year 2022, um, uh, uh, Dominic example. Calvert, Dominic Calvert Lewin is bigger than Pele. Well, no, Pele ain't been talked about in about 40 years. So, I mean, are, you, are you calling Stock or Steve Austin the Pele of the wrestling world? Brilliant. Pro, no, he'd be the he'd be the Maradona. Absolutely. Yeah, that that's a good shout. Uh, but you. yeah, essentially, that is the topic. Um, we it, the 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 kind of mindset was to book um, his return, maybe uh, over a set period, or maybe a storyline. Paul uh, has decided he's had enough of that bookie malarkey and he's got a totally different route. He's like, I'm done. With, I am not a storyline guy. Uh, I'm done. I'll just look at the wider context. Uh, did, you, did you hear last week's? I, I had to hear it twice because oh, I had yeah. to edit the fucker. <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the real reason why he's happy I'm back. You don't got to edit no more. <laughs> I have... I haven't listened to anything, bro. My my two weeks have my three hell my last two months have been whirlwind. So I haven't heard anything, no. So I'm scared to listen now. Just keep it that way. Just just ignore that episode, <laughs> or, 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 or listen to the back half of it. Um, so I need to listen to that directly after this. So everybody listening to this episode, happy Friday, happy Friday morning, right? Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, th- Thursday evening for you. Lot. Thursday uh, evening. Yes. Yeah. Go back and listen to last week's episode and just this the Paul Tolly part. And then tweet us at at, at Badlands Pod with the hashtag thanks Tolly. <laughs> For nothing. <laughs> anyway, nobody wants to hear free bookings, do they? It'd be nice to have two bookings and I'll I'll be like the, the meat paste in the middle. Ugh, what a horrific sandwich. Just so you're the, beans, paste. you're the beans of British breakfast today. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'll never understand. <laughs> I like that. I am. I am perfectly happy being the beans. <laughs> <laughs> so normally, what we do is the person who posed the question will be the person who who come with their with their uh, 
um, booking or their their mindset first. But seeing as Ray has uh, has been MIA for at least six months, um, I think it's only fair. Ray Ray goes first, sets the bar low, extremely low. I mean, it can only go up. So so I, I did I did I actually I actually lied just a minute ago, Tali, because. I listened to the 15 minutes that uh, y'all talked about my booking two weeks ago about Big E. For the record, I go. sent you a skeleton outline that I was supposed to fill out verbally. Because he was like, great job with Ray. He didn't even say who won. Clearly, Big E's winning. It's his year. Um, I, I did my best to bulk out the minimal... <laughs> The minimal text that you sent, that text could have been sent in a single SMS. It was it felt a bit like one of those. Uh, <laughs> it felt a bit like one of those choose your own adventure books. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turn to page sixty-four. It's, it's if you think Big E won this match, it's the new Netflix special with Undertaker. That's what it was. <laughs> Roll your twelve-sided dice, and six, six, and six and over gets the big ending. That's funny. I, and I, was funny, the crazy thing is I actually had legitimate week-to-week story progression. But the world will never know. Okay. Cody Rhodes returns to WWE. Once upon a time, a long, long time ago, in the city of Marietta, not planned. <laughs> okay. So, um... There's been growing sentiment of people thinking he should return on the Raw after Mania, which would be a probably the biggest return he could do, given that the the magnitude that night. Maybe that's but, where I, that's where I start. Well, that's not where I start, and clearly it's not where Polly, where Polly starts because he got him starting in Jacksonville. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I have him starting. Uh, let's go. I didn't pick an actual week, but I have him returning on Raw before WrestleMania. So let's go the three weeks before WrestleMania. And I'm and I, you'll know you'll see why I picked that specific week. Um, it's announced earlier that day, or even Sunday evening, but sometime between Sunday evening and Monday morning that Cody Rhodes has re-signed and come home to WWE. They're trying to they're trying to pop a rating, right? You know, you'd love to you'd love for it to be a surprise, but at this point, surprises don't boost ratings anymore because people will tune in for the surprise and leave. Mm-hmm. So this will pop the rating for the show. Cody comes out and of course the first thing he does is do some Cody Rhodes bullshit. He kisses the mad and he Gets does gets all emotional and there's tears and doves are America, flying. Yep. America, yep. exactly right. A bald eagle is sitting on top of the damn Titan Tron. It's just yeah, it's crazy. Um, you know, uh, so you you see some KKK Klansmen get put in jail because Cody saved racism. No, not. Um, but he talks about how uh how happy he is to be back and uh he he i think he does in this booking he does kind of just as masterful of how punk 
talked about how he was gone without talking about how he, he was gone in his debut back. Cody does that about how he was gone and what he had to do, why he was gone. But he doesn't say AEW by name. He doesn't trash them. He just talks around it. And uh, he says, you know, he wanted to come back before WrestleMania because, you know, he was too excited to not to wait any longer. He needed to come back, see the people he'd been gone too long. And then you hear, burn it down. And then Seth Rollins comes out. Now, the reason I picked this week is because the week before is the triple threat match between Seth and KO, Alpha Academy, and Riddle, and uh, Randy Orton, in which Riddle loses, the Alpha Academy wins, and Randy finally turns on Matt Riddle. I know there's a growing sentiment for Matt Riddle to turn on Randy Orton, but that kind of kills the whole point of Matt Riddle to me. Seth comes out, and Seth and... Seth proceeds to have a promo battle with Cody where Seth is the one character in WWE, maybe along with Kevin, but definitely Seth right now, that can talk and kind of get away with talking about the things nobody else can talk about. You know, he, he'll, he'll use buzzwords like revolution and, uh, you know, elite and things like that to kind of fuck with Cody. And by the end of that, by the end of it, there's a challenge set out Cody versus Seth at the WrestleMania. Bing, bang, boom. WrestleMania happens. Let's go with night one. Don't, doesn't matter. Cody and Seth have, a, you know, Cody's a three-star general, and Seth brings him up to a four-star. They have a really good match. And Cody wins via, uh, what's it called? Crossroads. Crossroads. Mm-hmm. All right. So, fast forward to after WrestleMania. We're in May, right? Or we're in mid-April. And, you know, Cody's kind of getting reacclimated to wrestling. He's having regular matches. He has a random match with, let's say, Sheldon Benjamin or a random match with blah, 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 whatever. And there's a backstage segment where he's walking and he sees Miz. And they look at each other. And, of course, Miz digs at him. And Miz asks Cody, how's your wife? And Cody says, doing fantastic. How's yours? And uh, just a little tension there, but they walk off. Uh, Later on that night, Cody has another match. And Miz walks out and jumps him. And says, don't ever bring up my wife. Something stupid enough for WWE, right? Doesn't have to be great. Mm -hmm. Which leads to a feud between those two, which leads to at, in May... In Providence, Rhode Island, WrestleMania Backlash, this is real, by the way, I looked up the actual pay-per-views. Cody Rhodes versus The Miz. Uh, The Miz sneaks this win because why else? Maurice comes back. Which leads to, you know it, unfortunately. (laughs) Brandy shows up. And the June pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell, Cody versus The Miz. Cody comes out with Brandy. Brandy ain't signed. Fuck that shit. This is just a you on for this moment. Brandy, Cody with Brandy versus Miz versus Maurice. And this is where Cody actually beats Miz ass and gets like handles business. They probably have one more match on Raw or something. Uh, in fact, they do have one more match on Raw between June and July. Excuse me, after Hell in the Cell, which is in Chicago, by the way. 
And that match is a qualifying match for Money in the Bank, which Young Garrett wins. The Money in the Bank ladder match setup is uh, Young Garrett versus... Uh, you don't like that? No, just, I love how you referred him to as Young Garrett. It's brilliant. Young Garrett, absolutely. It just, just shows the disdain that you have for, <laughs> for the character of Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> his mo- his mum called him Garrett. I'm calling him Garrett. Back yeah, straight up facts. His mom that's what his mama called him. Um Yes. Uh so Cody Rhodes versus Montez Ford versus Austin Theory versus Kevin Owens versus Biggie versus Sami Zayn versus Drew McIntyre versus Ricochet. And you'll never guess who wins money in the bank. Whoa, whoa. It's only smoke and mirrors. Well done. I think Austin Fury wins it. Well, in in the in the real world, <laughs> probably. <laughs> it was oh, a fine Money in the Bank lineup. Got to got to shout that out. Thank you. I would yeah. think so. And you know, Ricochet gets the random ass pushes out of nowhere, right? You know, yeah. going to do shit for six months, and all of a sudden he's fighting for a world title or something like that's just the way they book Ricochet. He's made um, for Money in the Bank. Yes, he should be in it every every ladder match they ever have should involve Ricochet. <laughs> yeah, him him and Shelton Benjamin should be in every yes. one. It could be Roman versus Brock in a ladder match for the for combining both championships. Plus Ricochet. Just yeah. for no reason other than have him jump off ladders. Just they should change the name of it. It should just be called a Ricochet match. Yeah. I'll I challenge look, you to a Ricochet match. Seconded. Yeah. Seconded. Yes. The the motion has been seconded. Um, but no, young Garrett, of course, wins. So he comes out the next night and he says, you know, I've gone through a bunch of transitions in my life. Uh, you know, I was the kid with the silver spoon. Um, you know, I used to be a scholar. Um, you know, I had to fulfill my legacy and, you know, I even had to walk down the startup, startup path, whatever the bullshit he says, but where I'm at now. I'm a man that fights my battles head up. So I am challenging the WWE champion to a championship match, cashing in at SummerSlam in the main event of SummerSlam. And then the champion comes out. Who's the champion, might you ask? AJ Styles. Ooh. Oh. Oh, I got you a treat yeah. there, huh? That's a, a match everybody wants. I, I, I'll be booking for the people. They don't. The people don't believe me, but I'm I'm a man of the people. Uh, so in Nashville, at the Titans Dome, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Nissan Stadium, that is. Um, the WWE Championship match is Cody Rhodes versus AJ Styles, cashing his money in the bank. And of course, in the build up to it. There will be allusions to both of them being major members of that club at one point. Um, and they have a great, you know, the, the Mile High Club, I think he means. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah I knew what he meant. Well, and AJ got 15 kids, so yeah, I'm sure he's, I'm sure at one point, yes. <laughs> um, and they have a really good match, and Cody fulfills his daddy's destiny. Probably even comes out with polka dots on the fucking. <laughs> no, dancers, just dancers, dancers <laughs> in the middle of the ring. <laughs> um, but no, Cody wins, and finally wins the WWE Championship, 
And important to note, it's the WWE Championship, not the Universal title, the actual, the Vince McMahon crest. Um, and fulfills that destiny of doing the one thing his daddy never did. And so, uh, of course, there is a rematch where uh, AJ won the September pay-per-view, which is supposed to be in the UK. By the way, I didn't come up with that. Like, that's actually really the plan, mm-hmm. supposedly, yep. right? Is yeah, it? Yes. Yep. When, when, I, when he, I did it on the Big E, he was like, and Ray just put a random-ass pay-per-view in the UK. It's not random. It's All the right. plan. Someone should really I, think of telling us that so we can yeah, buy tickets found, or something. I found out, to be honest, I found out later. I don't think it's uh, fully set in stone, but the idea is for it to be a um, yes. like a late summer pay-per-view in the UK. Indeed, which should, which is way overdue because y'all are probably the best crowd we have. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure yeah. they could release tickets the day before and it'll sell out. So they're probably nowhere. On the day. They do it on the day and it's still yeah. sell out. Uh, yeah, hell yeah, of course. Especially if it's in like Wembley or something. Yeah, apparently um, it is going to be Wembley. Um, well, that makes the most sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Hold on it was second. supposed to be SummerSlam at Cardiff, wasn't it? Well, that was the rumour, SummerSlam at Cardiff, which obviously I was wetting myself over. Yeah, and but... I think the, the push for a pair of viewers has, has been kind of... Uh, it, it's been pushed forward because AEW have promised it as well. AW have said they're going to have a, a UK pay-per-view, so do we really have to get in there first, knowing that they've got the links with the the stadiums and and the and the fan base? Um, yeah, yeah, they got to get they got to get ahead of the game on that one. And obviously, yeah. New Japan will be coming back as well. Not that they're really competition anymore, but um, they'll be coming so, back for a, a pay-per-view as soon as they can. Yeah. So the report is actually a couple of days ago from. Uh, Matt Johnson from PW Insider. He said WWE returned to Saudi Arabia in October or November, uh, but they are planning a Labor Day weekend um, event in Britain, uh, and it's currently just described as a stadium show. Um, but BT Sport, which is the where the WWE are uh, on UK TV, they put on a spectacle at Wembley called um, Enter the Universe event recently. So. Um, that might have give like hints to what the show's going to be about. Sorry about that, by the way. It's <clears throat> fine. Okay, so yes, in uh, the UK, probably Wembley, uh, we are we have Cody versus AJ in a, re- in a rematch, which I would have go to a false finish of some sorts, right? You could even have them do the double pin, the old school double pin, right? Both shoulders are on the mat. Because in October, which I'm I guess you know, crown jewel again, right? Whatever whatever you it would be. I have Cody Rose versus AJ Styles in a two out of three falls match. Interesting. Um, so so our our first pay per view in thirty years, you screw us with a dodgy finish and then give the good match to Saudi. Pretty much. I hate you. They pay more. Sa- yes, yeah, Sa- they pay more. So going to going to get <laughs> we, off a tangent. Pay for shit. That the the whole the whole thread of uh, that Brandon Thurston put out that in the seven Saudi shows that we've seen so far, WWE have made more money than AW have made in the whole of their TV deals that still haven't r- finished yet, and they've made more than the whole of the WrestleMania ticket receipts in in, in history. In combined, those seven yeah. Saudi shows, wow. just 
mind-blowing numbers. But um, how much did they make out of buying progress? <laughs> a handshake and maybe a, a packet, <laughs> a packet of lockets, some blood sausage. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. We, we, um, I think we call it black pudding here, but oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot because blood sausages and black pudding are the exact same thing to regular people. Mm-hmm. But yes, rich people are fun. Um, yes. So um, we have uh, Cody versus AJ. Twelve three falls. AJ wins the first fall. Cody has you know because Cody likes being the the odds against him and all that bullshit. Cody wins. Uh, two falls back to back. Bing, bang, boom. <clears throat> he has vanquished the phenomenal one. And then it's November time. What paper you use in November, y'all? That, that'd be the Survivor Series. And uh, normally, the way WWE books things, the WWE champion faces who? He faces the Universal Champion. Yeah. Huh. And who, at this point, would still probably be Universal Champion, gentlemen? It wouldn't be. The, the little frog, would it? Would not be the little frog. It'd be the big dog. Okay. The tribal chief himself. We wow. get the much maligned yet little <laughs> Maligned. Brilliant. <laughs> Cody the Rhodes. Hated, the fucking hated <laughs> Cody Rhodes. We finally get the Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns match. Now, again, remember, everybody I've booked him against to this point has history with Cody. Right? Cody and Seth had history because the Shield made the Rose life hell. AJ and Cody because they shared the Bullet Club connection. Miz and Cody because Cody's playing Miz cosplay. You know, Cody and now we got Cody and Roman. Um, of course, Roman wins. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about here? What are we doing? <laughs> this is me. <laughs> Come on. A- a- apologies to all the Cody marks who are listening and, and are going to switch off now. I may have some some better news in my booking for you, so just hold on. So Brandy, you're talking about Brandy. You're talking about uh, Dakota, which is uh, Dustin's daughter, and my boy Floyd from Social Suplex. That's it, right? <laughs> and uh, Tiffany. <laughs> oh yeah, well Floyd and Tiffany have the show together. Yes, makes sense. <laughs> Great point. Um, shout out to Floyd and Tiffany. All jokes aside. Um. And of course, Roman wins. Um, I, you know, I'm be, I'm gonna be honest with you. I couldn't think of anything for them to do at day one if they have another day one. So let's get so, to the rumble. So you sat him in catering for, for the rest of his three year tenure before he got released. Well, well after he dropped that belt, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, um, he'll find something to do. I, you know, I, yeah, give him Damian Priest. How about that? One off of Damian Priest. Yeah. But the Royal Rumble is where things turn up. Because since Cody's a champion, he can't be in the... Well, he can't be, but he's not going to be in the Rumble, so he has to defend his title. And who does he defend his title against? The one person in WWE who has more history with him than anybody. Damian Sandow. (laughs) Hallelujah! No, and this man hears voices in his head. Okay. Cody Rhodes versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship at the Royal Rumble. And Randy Orton wins the fucking championship. It's number 16 for Randall Keith. 
So we move on to the Elimination Chamber, back in Jeddah, I'm imagining. And Randy has to defend the title. Randy versus Cody versus Kevin Owens versus Matt Riddle versus Damian Priest versus Finn Balor. Excuse me. Randy Orton wins, of course, again. Cody is is um the the last three are are in the in the um the chamber. Wow. I just blacked out there. I don't know what what's gonna happen. Is uh Randy, Cody, and Kevin. And Cody has Cody hits the crossroads on Randy Orton, right? And Cody hits the crossroads on Kevin Owens, I'm sorry, and pins Kevin Owens. And then while Kevin is climbing out, Cody hits the crossroads on Randy because he slips out of RKO, hits the crossroads on Randy, and is going to pin him to win the championship. And Kevin, who's not out of his cage yet, breaks it up and angry because he lost, throws him out of the ring, and he power he pop up power bombs him through one of the uh, pods, and then leaves. And all Randy has to do is just drag him in, RKO pins him. Cody does not beat Randy and get the championship back. Cody Rose loses. Randy Orton goes into WrestleMania as a WWE champion, and Cody's pissed at Kevin. <clears throat> now, it's important Randy wins the WWE championship because I have a WrestleMania. Randy had one request when he won the 16th championship. Do you know what that is? To beat Ric Flair. Well, that's what everybody wants to do. But there's one other person in WWE who has 16 championships. That would be Jonathan Cena, by any chance? Jonathan Felix Anthony Cena II, or Junior. That's really his name, by the way. John, John, Jonathan Felix Anthony Cena Jr. So, <laughs> talk about a name. So, John Cena comes out to call out Randy Orton and says, Look, you've been wanting me when you got here. I'm here. 17. What's up? And Randy accepts the challenge on one on one accord. In the contract, John has to sign that if he loses, as long as he is a professional wrestler, he can never fight for another world championship in WWE again. To assure that John can never get to 17. I'm, I'm getting AEW title vibes here again. Jesus. Cody will be spinning in his grave that you buried him in. Well, that's I mean, that's John. And, oh, my God. I, no, John I know, but he, he's seen it happen in front of his eyes. Oh, no, oh. another wrestler can't wrestle for the title again. <laughs> what have I done? Oh, he's, I got it's you, happening I got you. again. I got you. I got you. Uh, Cody is, is living by character to John. Um, so, WrestleMania, clearly, Cody versus Kevin. Um but what I would do is this is where I get creative. This is and this is the end of my booking here. I would get creative with this match between Kevin and Cody. And I would book this match to be a double turn. I would book this match to get because clearly Cody's gonna get some moves by the time of this. Because Cody is a not he's not a likable wrestler. He's not. He may be a good dude, but he's not a likable wrestler. Yeah. And by this point, he has absolutely overstayed his well not overstayed his welcome, but like overshot. What, Cody's not a WWE champion. But you know, you you book you book for whatever's whatever's relevant at the time, right? So I would book that Cody is so incensed with Kevin ruining his moment 
that he he's way too vicious with Kevin. And I would book this to get Kevin sympathy. And Cody would win the match at WrestleMania. But you'd see Cody start leaning into the heel side and Kevin become sympathetic. And I was, that would be where the turn would be. Kevin's been, at this point, Kevin would have been uh, heel now for the better part of two years. And Cody, who wouldn't play heel for the dumbest reason, AEW, you and you in WWE now where Roman's the biggest merch seller in the world. Roman's the face of leukemia. And Roman is the king of Make-A-Wish, not named John Cena, and he's still the biggest asshole on TV. You can do it in WWE. Maybe not in AEW, but in WWE you can. That's how I flip-flop that. And Cody would move on to after WrestleMania, like tapping into his heel side. We have a new baby face in Kevin again. Bing, bang, boom. In Cody, and then... Cody gets released to me. I'm joking. I'm joking. That, that was me. <clears throat> that last bit had an air of truth in it. Uh, but, <laughs> a little too much truth. I mean, we'll we'll obviously be going to to the the meat in this sandwich, this meat paste in this sandwich next. <laughs> but there's a there is some similarities to how I've gone about it. Uh, I haven't uh, kind of. Uh, revisited a lot of his history like you have, but I have revisited some, uh, and but I have there is some marked differences in in our in our booking styles. I don't think I'm as as harsh in the middle part on Cody as, as maybe you are, uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed that. And it, yeah, any, yeah, any thoughts by the way? Yeah, the hell hell of a hell of a year. I, I don't think it was I don't think it was a harsh booking. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. I think. Um, incredibly fair um cody is going to come in as a, a big star there's there's absolutely no doubt about that uh WWE fans who think he's going to be languishing in the mid card are absolutely deluded he's been brought back because he's made a name for himself outside of the company drew mcintyre style um so yeah i think you positioned him adequately um for for the 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 level of his star power and I love all the like the little uh, callbacks to to stuff that's happened uh, in his history um, yeah, um, yeah very very impressive I imagine I, sorry go away no I'm sorry I just want to say real fast I firmly believe that whether we think he's a world champion material or not whether we think he's a top level superstar or not in the WWE no less he the fact that he's coming over right now and he's as hot as he is he's as Popular as he is, he's as controversial as he is, and however you want, whatever uh, adjective you want to use for it. The hottest he'll be is right now. So if you book him with a slow burn and then try to build him back up two years later, it's going to be too late because he's going to fall back into that old, same old Cody lane. So at first, I would throw everything out there the first year and see, look, what do we got? This is We, we got this dude. He's hot. He's, he was the founder of AEW. Now he's here with us. Let's get all we can out of him right now. And whatever happens afterwards, we got what we needed. And that's why I booked it like that. It's good. I really enjoyed it. Makes sense. I mean, imagine coming in and your first what four feuds or angles are uh, Seth Rollins, was it, yeah, yeah. Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, The Miz, and then Roman. That is a hell of a year. <laughs> That's, and then finishing up with Randy and finishing up with Randy and Kevin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get a better than that. Don't you don't get a better year than that. 
I mean, the second year has to be a, a, a come down because unless you're going to rinse and repeat that that same year, it's um. Well, you flip them on SmackDown and just do it all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cesaro yeah. and Drew and uh, Corbin and whatever you know, but yeah, you just flip it all over again. I loved it. All, all, all made perfect sense. All, all, I, all stuff I could believably see happen. Thank you. I mean, the the irony of Tolly saying a booking made perfect sense. <laughs> that's, that's not a seal of approval, is it? <laughs> but Tolly, you're taking a different tack to me and Ray, so let's uh, let's hear your your thoughts and mindsets on, on right. Cody leaving the A dub. I believe in you, Paul. Thank you very much. So, although I just so what what if what if Cody leaves AEW, joins WWE, as we say, probably has happened already. But what if? Um, even though I just said that booking was logical and I could see it all happening, my first point is I don't think he'll ever become world champion in WWE. Reason I I. I, I wouldn't even say he's not talented enough. I think he is talented enough. I think he's got a character that could be world champion. I just don't see the first AEW guy coming in and and Vince making them world champion, particularly when he hasn't even been world champion in AEW. I'm not sure what that says about the level of competition in each company. That's a good point. So I, think he's at a disadva- I think he's at a disadvantage there, and so I don't think he will... Uh, I, think, I think it validates AEW too much. And to your point, if he if this was 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 Kenny or MJF or somebody that was primarily a W guy, I can understand. Cody is a WWE guy that went to AEW, so Vince may see it differently. But I see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 might be right there, and and we've seen it happen with Drew didn't go to didn't go to AEW because it didn't exist. But Bobby, Bobby Lashley was Bobby. the world champion in WWE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so he was technically ECW champion, but does that count? Nope. No. <laughs> no. So it, could, it could happen, but I just think he was an AEW champion. He was a New Japan champion, IWGE champion. So I, I don't know. Even Vince might not even be aware that he might, be, he might, he might not know. But... What, what's this I, IWGP title? I've never heard of this bullshit. It's right. the one that AJ won when we signed him. I don't know what you're talking about, pal. <laughs> This kid's got a bright future. (laughs) 45 45 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, great stuff. Right, I'll take you to my little mini booking. Well, it's not a booking, it's just an idea. Um, Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Hey. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So he'd have the the angles that are available there for him. Ray just went through a load of them. I mean, he does have almost unlimited potential to have great angles with anyone. He's got a lot of history with people. He just the history from being a founder of AEW and having chatted shit for two years about WWE. Well, longer than that because he was chatting shit when he was in uh, New Japan and Ring of Honor. Um, so, so the possibilities are endless, and they are fools if they WWE are fools if they waste the potential there. The the ones that stand out for me I I actually put the Miz. I agree with you on that. I think the Miz writes itself. It, it sounds weird saying <laughs> their shared history is they've got a they, they've got a wife. But, <laughs> but no, yeah, they, they have sim they similar they're just similar celebrity ish couples, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Well, um, Cody and Brandy are doing Miz and Maurice cosplay. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So it worked, and I know it wasn't Cody who was slagging off the Miz in AEW. I think it was CM Punk, wasn't it? Or was it MJF? Mm-hmm. No, CM Punk. Um, but still, it was Cody's company where where those words were coming from. So again, they can they can easily make that work. Um, the major obvious one, and I don't know how, I don't know how if this is possible anymore, given Triple H's health. But it's Triple H. If they can yeah. do it, they should do it. I don't think they ever will. I don't think Connor wrestles again. No, no. I mean, but that's the match. Like, give it. I'll take that tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the other way around it is they they have a Triple H. Triple H is an advocate for someone. So he so he, he handpicks someone. Um. So uh, I see Magsy smirk there. I wonder if uh, I wonder if we'll see that happen a bit later on in this episode. <laughs> um, and I, and, I, and again, I put Roman Reigns as the other one. It, it, that, it routes itself. I, I'll, yeah. I will I will play that card. I have got a, a Roman Reigns storyline. Yeah, it makes the absolute most sense in the world. Again, makes perfect sense. Again, you've got the. The needle mover stuff that was going back and forth AEW and WWE for so long. AEW was centered around Cody for such a long time. WWE's been centered around Roman for a long time now. Yeah, just 
it's just perfect. Although, you know, what's going on? He, Cody will probably come in and they'll just make a guy pretend to be Russian and they'll have a, they'll have a, they'll have, they'll have an America versus Russia fight for a I'm year. proud to be an American. <laughs> um, but the story I would go with, or a story I would go with, is um, I'd have like an, an anti-McMahon alliance uh, led by Shane McMahon. So, so, so Shane name, McMahon. Uh, the name on Cody's contract is not. <laughs> it says McMahon. Exactly, and they would Shane McMahon. They would, they would, they would say like they would actually make a point of that. Like however long, twenty years ago, twenty years ago, I tried to bring you down in this moment using another company. I'm going to try and do it again. I bought Cody over. They can make a thing about there's only one royal family, or whatever it says at the beginning of his music. Adrenaline yeah. in my soul. <laughs> Shane McMahon is in control. So you've got you've, you've got Shane McMahon, <laughs> Shane McMahon, Cody Rhodes, um, Mustafa Ali, and oh, you everybody back. Oh my god, <laughs> Drake Maverick, Braun Strowman, Drake Maverick, Bret Hart, Bruno San Martino. <laughs> Warrior from the grave? What the hell are we doing? Not <laughs> Earthquake, Lenny no Kazuna. <laughs> <laughs> basically, they, they they try and bring bring down the McMahon's. It all ends in like uh, in like a match where um, Cody and Shane allude to. So they have a match with preferably Triple H or Trip or Triple H's protege, where if the anti McMahon's win. They take over the company, and they, they they talk about how they're going to merge it with another company, merge it with a competitor, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And obviously, if they win, Triple H is the heir to the throne, and Triple H wins, obviously, or Triple H's pal wins. But oh my God, is that Bert Gagne's music? <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing in the Impact Zone? <laughs> I'm, we're laughing because it's so like completely ridiculous. Out of thought, but. I'd be here for every minute of that while we play it. It would be, it would be must see TV. It oh absolutely would be. I'd be, It'd be here crazy. For everything. <laughs> so um, yeah, so, so, yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't bother trying to write that whole thing because it would be terrible my if I actually, said, if I actually put details into that. My boy said, "Must flatly." <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I was taking the, the piss oh. with Drake Maverick and he went, yeah, Drake Maverick's on the squad. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the Drake Maverick news, by the way? Yeah. He's back for back for a third time. Yeah. No, good on good on him. And stop releasing the guy because he's absolutely, he's just a, a superstar. I think he's doing producing anyway. He's in creative now, isn't he? Yeah. Or producing, he's as, creative, as he he's should be. He's on a creative team. Yeah, keep getting them checks, man. Keep getting checks, mm-hmm. but. I don't know why people criticize him. He's very open that WWE's a dream job. Yeah. If your dream job keeps coming back to sign you, then you keep going back exactly. to it, don't you? Yeah, man, yeah. Exactly. If they if they want you. Hold that's you is anybody on the show gonna turn down a million dollars? Exactly. Definitely exactly. not, no. I wouldn't so turn you, down a tenner. <laughs> you, you cheap, cheap horse. Think of all the meat paste you could buy with ten <laughs> English pounds. You know, wrote in your contract just 
infinite supply of meat paste on hand. So is is that the end of your your ramblings of of an, ins- no. a, an insane asylum? No, so there's no, more. That's, that, that's the end. That's the end of my booking. Okay, but I've got loads more points to make. Yeah, <laughs> oh, brilliant. This is yeah. this is like the biggest wrestling news there is. There's yeah. there's so that's many great. different avenues to go down. And I'm going to take you down them. Believe you me. Hey, okay. hey, hey! You got the keys, bro. I'm I'm in the backseat killing. <laughs> I've got the keys to the Cody bus. Let's oh, go. God. Never mind. Let me off. Uh, <laughs> and I'm I'm starting low here, and I'm building up. So it's so a number three. I, uh, I think the, the potential the potential of Brandy with someone with a more micromanaged style that WWE is obviously famous for. I think she could that they could they could make a a, a good on screen authority figure. What? What a yeah. third time the charm? <laughs> Definitely. She is no Drake Maverick. <laughs> and the potential of <laughs> no. Just big no. Hard no. Hey, but keep cooking those. You good? Yeah. Keep cooking. And and the you, potential. You've, you've thrown it now. That's all your your legitimate booking out the window because you yeah. brought in Brandy. How dare and we know you. we know the uh, the we've just talked about how, as Ray rightly said, Cody and Cody and uh, Brandy are uh, Miz and Maurice cosplay. But you know they have already started making moves into that with WWE's backing. Miz, Miz and Mrs. No. won't last forever. They'll turn that down. It's a ready-made no. replacement. For God's sake, no. don't let it be that Carmella and put uh... them head to head. Put Rose <laughs> to the oh. top and Miz and Mrs. Yeah? head to head. Boom. So, would you rather watch Rose to the top or Carmella and Corey fuck for fifty minutes? For fifty minutes, what would you rather watch? I mean, they're two different kinds of shows. Yeah, I'm not going to watch either, to be honest. They'd both be on each network. So what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> They'd both be NBC properties. <laughs> but there's potential there. You know, Ms. and Mrs. will eventually run its course. They could, they could do... I mean, uh, tell that to Total Bellas. Is that still going? Well, no. No, no. Total Bellas is still going, but Total Divas is dead. No. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to go one step even further. Cody with WWE's backing and kind of his his vision of himself. I think I think he could make his way into Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I could see him as like a as like the, an action the next like, Captain America, an action hero. Oh no, like a well, um, not Rock Cena be- level. Let's let's not get. Let's not get twisted. Let's not get carried away. Yeah, let's <laughs> not go overboard. He's he's already in the DC universe, Max. Because remember, he was he fought Arrow on one of the Arrow shows. Oh, there you go. Okay. He's got pedigree. But <laughs> is Captain America what? not Marvel? That's Marvel. He's he's DC. So yeah. he's, he's oh, good. DC. He's good to be in there. There's no crossover. Well, I, I, don't got, want I, ch- I don't want him to <laughs> MCU. No Cody Rhodes made to you, sir. Damn it. <laughs> Maybe not Hollywood, okay? Right? Maybe not Hollywood. Maybe like uh... Bollywood or Nollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Adrenaline in my soul. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you get a, a six-week running Coronation Street or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but that's funny as hell. 
That's funny. He's gonna be on Downton Abbey. Yeah, yeah he's, he's on. He's on uh, the Young and the Restless for a six week run. Hey, don't hate on Young and the Restless, bro. Like my, me and my grandma were watching that shit for thirty years, bro. <laughs> right. Let's get let's get into the uh, let's get into the serious stuff now. Okay. That was serious. Yeah, I thought that was <laughs> that was the serious stuff. I thought you'd be legit then. No, I, I, I do genuinely believe all those things I just said. Okay. Then okay. you need to stop taking ketamine. <laughs> so we we, we we get we get to that. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you've got to come back every week. You've got. In fact, you've got to take about oh. four weeks off and then just keep popping back every fifth week. To just send us me- mental. <laughs> let's right. Let, let, let's be real now. WWE, WWE haven't just signed a, you know, reasonably. No, I don't even say reasonably. He, 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 he is an over talent. People do a lot of people do love Cody Rhodes. Um, so um, and he has he he's done fantastic since he left WWE. He really has. But they're not just signing a good wrestler. They've signed an executive from another company from the main competition that's big people that, are kind of underplay it but that is huge so he's been sat at the top table for the last two years Three. He, he knows their strategy he knows all their commercial plans he knows probably how much money every single wrestler's on you know you know knows all the financials he knows their weaknesses he knows everything about AEW, and if if Vince does see AEW as a threat, and I'm not saying he does, but even if it's something he wants to swat away, he now has all of that information. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I think that that can't be understated. I think you're going to... We probably won't even see it happen, but we'll see... He'll know who's... I'm thinking back to like um, when Mankind won the title, you know, and, uh, and WCW gave it away. I'm not thinking of the exact same situation, but Cody knows who the next... AEW champion is going to be, and probably the champion after that, and champion after that. And WWE can start now playing, playing games with with AEW, and uh, and just like you said earlier, with them with AEW coming to Britain, we said WWE will want to jump there first and do it first and do a pay per view before AEW. Again, whatever those plans are in the future, WWE now know what they are, so they can jump ahead and. Mm-hmm. Just plan them in advance. Remember when I can't remember the exact exact details, but WWE blocked someone using Madison Square Garden, didn't they? Yeah, it was really Yeah, yeah. So again, they can. They, Ray said they've got those connections in the UK, so they can just okay. AEW are going to plan to run Old Trafford, or whatever. We'll give Old Trafford a call and block it, and promise them a pay per view in the future. They could. They can make a real mess of AEW's plans now. You you said one thing I disagree with though. Okay. You said that Cody knows who's going to be the next world champion or two or three. Tony doesn't know because that knows something. <laughs> what he needs to know yeah. every every time. And, and every that week. and that leads on to another pertinent point that you missed. The most important information Cody has is he knows who Tony Khan's dealer is. <laughs> if he can get Vince <laughs> to cut off the supply. <laughs> He may not make these ridiculous, huge announcements every time the ratings drop. Tony's going to call Shane and just use the same dealer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Shane, I'll bring you in six million dollars a year, but you've got to bring you've got to bring your your guy. <laughs> all jokes, all jokes aside, that point 
from both from everything you've said, everything I've said, I've, I've said, has been the most pertinent point any of us will make tonight. Because like Mag said and like you said, the most undersold part of this, of him possibly coming back, is the fact that they have the only other wrestling executive of that level available back in there for in their fray. That's huge. So great, great point. Yeah. And, so and related it, to that, I'm oh, sorry, Max. Go for I was just going to. I was just going to say, and it, it may preempt your point that uh, knowing what Cody knows and the position he's been in, it's likely he comes in not just as a wrestler but as a higher, higher level. Um, Maybe not as high as executive, but certainly in that kind of like inner circle. Potentially, I I played with that. I didn't. I thought no in the end, but I think it's. A, I oh. think it's a very. I think so it's a very. You. So <laughs> shut up, you fucking I, idiot! I think it's a very real possibility, though. If Dusty could assimilate himself into the, the circle after every after Dusty literally was the guy fighting, carrying the flag against Vince, then Cody yeah. could. Yeah, you definitely definitely could, and it might happen, but not in your booking. I, I <laughs> yeah, I just I I I, I didn't go with it. But um, related to him being related to him being executive AEW, I think we may or we could he could become a bit of a master poacher as well. So mm-hmm. again, he he will be aware of everyone who's dissatisfied in AEW. Why they're dissatisfied? What they want? He'll uh, know what their contracts say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so again, if 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 Vince does like the look of any AW star, and I don't think there's a limit to this. I, I, I genuinely think Kenny Omega's in scope of of flying flying the nest as well. I don't think the Bucks are. Well, Cody did just come. I mean, not Cody. Kenny did just come out in that big uh, injury he had with Meltzer, and he did say. The Bucks had that that deal where they had a, a, a the option. I didn't have an option. My deal is up February of 2023, and I'll make my decision then. That don't sound like the guy who is completely gung ho on saying I'll be back regardless. No, no, it doesn't. He'll I've, be fine, I've... but it'll, it'll, I think it'll at least be a conversation. I'm not convinced. Okay. Um, I'm not. I'm. I, 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 he might not go to WWE. He might. He might go back to Japan and do what he wants to do over there. I I think he I think he will have a WWE run. And I think um go. I was gonna say it'd be a shame if he didn't. It would be a shame he didn't. And of I think of Yeah, I think of anyone in AEW, I think he would be next on the list. I think yeah. I, I I I I think Vince and Vince would certainly be aware of him and, and I think aware of the of of the audience he could pull aware of that relationship he's got with the new day that you know does yep. does good does good things um so yeah i think i think he could become a bit of a poacher now again linked to that i think a lot of guys and again i'm looking at kenny omega here will look at this but Cody, Cody's essentially, Cody's essentially been the Judas now. He's he's been the one, the first one to jump. The reaction hasn't been that bad, really, and the reaction's only going to get lesser for every future person who does that. So I think if anyone is thinking of jumping from AEW, they'll be seeing this and thinking, okay, it's not that bad. Um, they might, 
they might be more tempted to do do it and particularly 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 kenny omega um i also have questions about about whether um whether the uh the direction of aew it clearly well i i think it probably wasn't consistent with cody's view for it um and I, I, I think it probably it might not might not be consistent with Kenny's view for it either. Um, so that's so. I, basically, what I'm saying is, I think Kenny Omega will leave as well <laughs> because Co- because Code because Cody set the example and and just shown how easy it can happen. Really. Yeah. Right. Next one. Our famous, our favorite, uh, our favorite Booker of the Year, two years in a row. <laughs> I, I think. And I think we're already seeing it happen. Um, Tony Khan losing kind of. <laughs> oh, excuse me, sorry. Uh, sorry uh, oh, I had to wake up real fast. So sorry. <laughs> I've got a huge announcement to make. <laughs> sorry, guys. You, you you're not getting the, the beauty of these jokes because these are visual jokes, and this is a podcast. But us three are enjoying shit out of them. So yes. <laughs> But I, I do think uh, Tony Khan losing kind of Cody's objectivity, losing his counsel in his ear, is going to see him unravel a bit more, become a bit more chaotic, a bit more disorganized. And it is already happening. He's announcing mm-hmm. things that he hasn't got planned. Uh, <laughs> that's literally what's happening. He's announcing uh, that he's going to announce things. Yeah. Um, I'm getting married next Friday. Who you <laughs> <Nobody>. <laughs> I, I just think I just think Cody leaving kind of empowers him further. Yeah. It makes him more the one and only kingpin in the company, which I don't think is a good thing for AEW. No. Um, it will make things more chaotic. I think he'll make him more. Com- combative, combative. I can't say that word. Combative. Combative. I think he'll make him more. Yeah, with WWE. I think well, it. It isolate him as well. I think he would see Cody as someone who's been a turncoat. Yeah. And and maybe he doesn't trust the people around him anymore. Exactly. Well, well when when with, with the man who is so diligently the owner CEO. Head of creative, <laughs> head of talent. That that Kaplan, uh, that title was about a paragraph on its own. It was <laughs> ridiculous. He might as well um, have just gone. Head, head trainer, um, you know, Chaplin, le- leader of the new school, uh, you know, uh, purchasing agent, uh, coffee person, and whatnot. I'm I'm sure that he has his hands in very many different drawers enough to where Cody leaving won't bother him enough because he can talk to himself in every other department. And at least he'll agree with himself. Oh, I don't know. That, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that also is, <laughs> that's not a guarantee. Um, then again, coming back to the, the other EVPs, especially coming back to Kenny Omega, if, if Tony Khan becomes more um, chaotic, if he says another stupid thing, if he does a stupid thing, the pressure that it then puts on them as the face of the company, the the the, the founders of the company, and they founded in a very specific image. I wonder if that that pressure on them would become too much because they've got no they've got no power. They've got a job title, but they've got no power. 
Mm-hmm. So again, does that mean ultimately they leave because because Tony Khan is is out of control? <laughs> Fair, very fair. Yeah, it's a it's a definite possibility. Okay, and uh, I think that's my last one. Yeah, a lot of really good points. I mean, I, I, yes. we jested and we had a, a a laugh and a giggle at something, but there was a lot of sense in there. I think you're right that people are kind of overlooking the the stroke that Cody had in AW and the the knowledge he's got of that company, and when you're bringing in somebody of that rank from your 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 biggest competition yeah he he is more than a wrestler to, to wwe right now the 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 worst thing that could have happened to him and aw now maybe Cody was leaving but i remember the big slow situation was such a big deal to me because like i wondered if that if that would hurt him in signing more people of color so like he he i don't say he lucked out because like keith lee's one of the best wrestlers in the world but getting Keith and getting AQA, formerly Zayda Ramier, from uh, WWE were big pickups for him. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious to see where all of these, eventually people are going to have to hold this dude accountable, especially in the professional wrestling world. And if Cody can get to WWE and be used regularly and to a point where most fans can ex- accept, excuse me, that it's dec- it's a de- he's used decently well because WWE creative is always going to be trash. Yeah, I think that forebodes a lot of possible goodwill for WWE mm-hmm. in the possible future, as long as they don't pull no no more fucking releases a damn again, yeah. you know? And so. especially with those who haven't been in WWE before. And I mean, the likes of Daniel Bryan, the likes of John Moxley, they all will be, yeah, the booking Cody good, but I, I remember what happened to me when I was there. The likes Man. of MJF. The yeah. likes of Page, Wardlaw, yeah. Darby Allen, um, Darby's Jungle never Boy. Darby's never gone. Well, I think Darby Cody was, has a lot Darby of influence was, over him. Darby was homegrown with Evolve and swore and told Gabe Spolsky, you can suck my dick. Like, he'll never go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's not a joke. But, like, he but really told Gabe The potential of some of those big stars looking at Cody and going, he's been he's been done right. Maybe maybe I could, could yeah. be I'll, done I'll, right I'll, when I got there. I'll tell you this, a guy like Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. the reach he could get in WWE being Luke Perry's son. The merch that they, yeah. will, they will put on him. So it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a legit, and, and we're talking to men. I'm sorry, Tali, because you you have really like made my brain start thinking about things I wasn't thinking That's about. That's the intention. That's the intention. We're talking about the men. WWE got the best women's division in the, comp- in the country that's in, in, the, in the world that's not a Joshi company. I know Jay Cargill don't want to leave, and I I respect him for that. But I mean, Jay Cargill in WWE, Nyla That's... Rose in the WWE, Jay Cargill definitely is is a WWE style wrestler. Yes, Jay, in fact, so much that they found her, mm-hmm. and she didn't want, and they wanted her. The story of that, just if you give me thirty seconds, is one. It it goes to show number one. That even when WWE is doing something fucked up, they can be doing something for a good reason. And two, it goes to show how savage she was. They gave her an offer, and they told her, "Well, you got kids, right?" She was like, "Yeah." They were like, "You know, you got to move to Orlando, right?" She was like, "Yeah." They were like, "You sure you want to do that? Like, we want you to make sure that you, your mother, we want to make sure you have a relationship with your kids, because when you do this, this is it." She was like, "It's fine." They were like, "Well, you know what? Take some time to think about it." 
And then she didn't like that. She wants she wanted to go get that money, mm-hmm. and then AEW threw her the contract. So one, and by, by the way, for the record, she got money because her husband is Brandon Phillips from the formerly of the Cincinnati Reds. It's like I'm not saying she can't get her own money because by all means she can and she should and she is. But I just thought that was cool of WWE to make sure she wasn't just signing something just to sign it. And two, I thought it was cool of her saying, "Well, you know what? This isn't what this was best for me. Yeah. I know what's best for me." So, but I mean, that there's so there's so many jewels in the women's division that could be expounded upon if they were in a bigger world or had some actual developmental. I don't know. I'm just talking now, but you've got me thinking now. It's quite quite an interesting point there. I mean, it's completely off topic, but there was a lot when the releases came out. There were a few. I think um, I, can't, I can't remember exactly who it was. Um, but but a few had complained that they moved their family to to Florida to and Tiny made all Albert. that upheaval. Uh, yeah, and then and then uh, they lost their contract and why mm-hmm. why did they move? But clearly that evidence you've just given there suggests that WWE do warn them beforehand to this may not work and it's a big it's a big move. It's a big move. Make sure you're doing the right thing for your family. It's not like it's a surprise. The only real thing wrong with the releases, and look, I, I understand the ramifications of letting people go in the middle of a pandemic, letting people go who are who are in the country contingent on a work visa from a company. There's there's a lot of fucked up things, but I'm talking in generalities. The the only real general thing wrong about the way they released people was the, that they lied. Don't tell me it's budget cuts because then and then you go make record revenue and sign a whole bunch of other people. Just tell me we had to cut people. We were up against it. You weren't working out. It, it you don't have to lie, and I think that was the the biggest flaw of it all, because that tells your talent, and that tells your fan base that we're full of shit as a company. Because yeah, literally, yeah, so to do that, we have our investor call where we're talking about we made the first time ever a billion dollars in a year or whatever it is. Like it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. I think it was a billion dollars in that quarter. Um, Something's but, crazy, yes. <laughs> but it, it, it's a mindset that is firmly based in in the pre kind of social media era, where they didn't realize that fans uh, uh, are up on on that kind of knowledge. They just expect the fans to to eat it up, and most fans probably do. Most fans um, aren't. We we are a vocal minority of of fans who um, read. What's happening behind the, the the scenes? Most fans watch the show and then go about the business. Um, so, yeah, I think it is a very old school mindset of, of lol budget cuts. Well, Paul, you know the key to not getting released for WWE: go work for NXT UK. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Jazzy Gabbert has uh, has put the kibosh on that. Um, yeah, but that yeah. was like day one, like. She 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 was there for she was there for a cup of what's your boy's name's coffee? Big dicks. She was she was there for a cup of big dicks. <laughs> oh, that apologies, Jazzy. The 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 <laughs> the thoughts and opinions of Mister Ray Cash do not reflect the thoughts of Badlands <laughs> or the Chair <laughs> Show. <laughs> Come on, man, that was good. You can't tell me that wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. I just, just jumped before I know he's itch, he's itching to tell us his booking, but just jumping back um, to what we were saying about um, uh, uh, 
the likes of Darby Allin and uh, sorry, hold on a second. Look at that waitress service. <laughs> so just just getting my big dicks coffee delivered. <laughs> Hi, <Yeah>. Mrs. Dali. <laughs> she she was in and out. She wants no part of this. <laughs> She's heard your booking. She's heard your booking and thought, yeah, I ain't, I ain't down with that. What a crock of shit. <laughs> um. So you talk about the, the likes of Darby Allin and uh, Jungle Boy and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Cody was essentially his role in AEW was almost gatekeeper, wasn't it? It was like the, the over talent, yeah, end of level boss. So a lot of those talent he he'd have a big impact on in terms of he helped them help them get to the next yeah, yeah to the next level. Well, so. To your point. The nightmare factory, the nightmare factory that where all these guys go train, that's owned by QT Marshall, is for, because of Cody. QT Marshall is Cody's personal assistant slash friend slash all this that and the other. Everybody in he was essentially Triple H over there. He was basically. Yeah. I know Daniels is the actual guy who has that job who like signs the people and whatnot, but Cody was the guy bringing them in, finding the guys on. the the Dante Martins and whatnot and all these things, the Lee Moriarty's. I call that as Cody. So, yeah, you like we are really underselling the fact that Cody is a huge asset to be signed, mm-hmm. even though he is fucking Garrett. And it's... <laughs> wow. He's, wow. He's, he's, he's basically Garrett with letters after his name now. Garrett Reynolds. Yeah. 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 EVP. EVP, MBE, Esquire. He's got MBE, a lot, man. MBE, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hi, Maxie. What's up, man? Oh, damn. He's cracking his knuckles. So, oh, God. All right. We'll now, be here for another 45 minutes. No, it's not super, super long. But it's... It's essentially um, a, a similar kind of pathway as yours, uh, Ray, but I did go the uh, the typical route. He, he does debut on the Raw after Mania because why change the habit of WWE's lifetime? So, Raw after Mania. Roman, just, uh, just fresh off his uh, victory against Brock Lesnar, um, stands in the, the ring, Raw, uh, as the new WWE and the reigning, defending, undisputed Universal Champion. And before he can even get to cutting a promo, he's confronted by the apex predator, Randy Orton. Randy has, has essentially told Roman that he's next, that he wants a, his shot at that, that WWE title. So there's back and forth between the two, and eventually the match is set for that night, the main event that night. So we get to the match, uh, and despite not being 100%, because he's, he's essentially took on and slayed the Beast Incarnate, um, it looks like Roman does have the Viper's number. Um, and as just as he's trying to press that advantage, uh, we see Roman roll out of the ring, uh being admonished by the referee Um, and as that happens in typical WWE style 
we see a figure draped in a black hoodie slide into the, the other side of the ring and hits Roman in the back of the head with a sledgehammer. Oh, that... Mm. Big, so, big move, straight off the... Big move. The, the He quickly departs, leaving through the crowd. Uh, Randy slides back in the ring, sees Roman, laid out on the canvas. One, two, three. Randy Orton was dethroned. Roman Reigns, a day after he's won that WWE title. What? Wasn't expecting that one. And as that show fades to black we see a camera crew chasing down this shadowy figure. And as they catch up to him, he pulls down the hood. So you're getting the, the view from the back, you pull down the hood, and the, there's a flash of bleached blonde hair that's unmistakable. We all know who it is. But the, the show ends. Without, <laughs> I, I am a Ziggler, real American. <laughs> <laughs> bam, 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 bam. <laughs> so <laughs> we get to the next row. Um, this this row has Vince McMahon in the ring, hot mat, and he is pissed. Calls out Cody Rhodes, uh, and Vince says to Co- says to Cody, "I know you're in the building. We've seen on CCTV that you've entered the arena. I want you in the ring, and I want you here now." So Cody comes to the ring through the crowd and Vince is shouting him down. Says, enough of this phony bullshit. The whole world knows that you came back. That you came back with your tail between your legs after that pissant of a company cast you aside. And you also know that I don't give promises. I give opportunities. And that means that you do as I say. And I did not say that you were to interfere last week who in the hell do you think you are who told you that you could get involved Cody with a marking hand is about to respond and then we see Matt Riddle and Randy Orton come to the ring Riddle spoiling for a fart so Vince steps in before the, a beatdown can happen and Riddle gets on on, on, on the mark and Instead of his uh, his usual laid back demeanor, he's he's pissed off. What the hell, Cody? Why why did you get involved in in my best friend's match? Give me an answer now, or else I'm I'm a, I'm a kick your ass. Randy pipes up, says he got involved because I told him to. Matt Matt Riddle shocked, turns around to face Randy, confused, looking for answers. Wham. RKO out of nowhere. Down. Riddle is out. Corda and Orton hug. Vince makes his retreat up the, the the exit ramp. And then later in the show, to add more context, we see Vince frantically on the phone um, talking about hitting Cordy back where it hurts. You have a point? Two, I have one point and one question. My question is, uh, I forgot the question. My point is, brilliant. Why, <laughs> it was a good question too. My point is, why are you trying to turn Cody into Stone Cold Cody Rhodes? Like, you know, and the fuck the question was good too. It's about Riddle or something. 
Oh no! Why is Riddle mad when like Randy won the title? What is he mad about? Riddle, Riddle is mad because Randy's his best friend. If anybody was to help Randy, it's him. That's oh, who so Randy should go to. Oh, yeah, jealousy. He's protecting. Mm, protecting no, that's, that's, that's what it is. It's just yeah. too much of that. Wait, paranoia, isn't it? <laughs> so induced paranoia. We're, can, can I quickly jump in with a question? It's uh, it's quite a trivial question, but it makes a difference. And that is to both of you. Does he have his uh, old WWE music, or does he have his new, uh, his new, uh, well, you know, his music he he has in AEW? Adrenaline, yeah. <laughs> it really helps me vision envision what's happening. Now, I personally think he will have. He will have have a new music, or he'll, he'll have smoke and mirrors. I can't okay. see WWE having a licensed song for 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 Corda. even though it is down straight and Cordy could it. take Cordy could take that that track anywhere. I still don't think WWE would would be in in the right frame of mind to to, to license it. I disagree okay. because Downstate at one point was a WWE band. I came to play, old radio, here to show the world. At one point, the whole CD was WWE's greatest hits. Okay. Clearly, That's they right. got a relationship. The I mean, only thing better. that won't be there, only won't be there, is that that wrestling only has one royal. There is world. only one. Yeah. Royal. That's fan. dead. That's yeah. dead immediately. So, it it could be either. For me, I haven't really kind of specified it. I don't think I may have later on in the booking. I can't quite remember, but yeah, it's a good question. Just with no definitive answer. Yeah. Didn't help at all. Brilliant. <laughs> cut, cut that bit out. So we're I on come to... from money. <laughs> so it's gonna be gonna go back to the old priceless song. So we're on the Raw 18th of April. Cordy and Orton are in the ring. They're reminiscing about their history, reminiscing about their past, reminiscing about their their legacy. And after uh, a subtle nod to Ted DiBiase Jr., who obviously uh, isn't in this this booking. Just thought I'd throw his name in, just because he needs a little bit of love. Um, the music for Triple H plays. It's time to play the game. Triple H is back on Raw. March into the ring, sledgehammer in hand. Gets on the mark. Tells the crowd and uh, and Orton and, and Corder that it was him that... Vince was on the phone too last week that Vince needed the game to return and, and sort out this mess but he can't do it he can't do it alone because he's recovering from, from, from major surgery so he's had to call in some backup and that backup unfortunately Ray we are not looking DX Oh, that, back, that backup is the bloodline so out comes say what Roman Reigns flanked by his cousins, the Usos. They they stand side by side by Triple H, waiting for the say so to to attack. Triple H tells Corda and Orton that this short-lived revival of of legacy is done, it's over, and it's time for an evolution, and with that. Triple H takes a couple of steps back and lays out both Jimmy and Jay in quick succession. Roman is st- 
stunned. The odds are shifted. And as he slowly surveys the scene that, that lies before him, before Corder, Orton and Hunter lay waste to him, Vince McMahon comes to the top of the entrance ramp, starts screaming at, at the, the scenes in, in, in the ring. And as that happens, the screen goes black. The show's over, leaving you wanting more. What is going to happen here? So then we get to the first pay per view. You know, it took so long to get here. But... <laughs> Ray looks fuming at this. I do. Um, I, I, I do condense it. It gets condensed. We're not going no, row by row by row by row. I'm, I'm not doing saying, fifty-two weeks of booking. Like I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm talking to Shane Strickland because this is fucking Swerve City, bro. Okay. Like you out here just swerve. By the way, shot. Can I get some love for that for that analogy? That wasn't good. It was, it was great. Yeah. It, was, it was adequate. <laughs> so, WrestleMania Backlash. Corder, his first official uh, match back with the WWE, and he is facing the head of the table. And Orton, WWE champion, he's defending against former friend Matt Riddle. Both uh, are flanked uh, by Triple H for their respective matches. Uh, and with good reason, because Triple H runs interference and is pivotal in the outcomes of, of both the matches. Roman and Riddle are hit with sledgehammers, and Rande retains his WWE title, whereas Corder becomes the new Universal Champion. Okay? So now Jeez we're... <laughs> Ray's I... not coming back next week. Yeah, can I, can I just leave and you finish this without me? Over here, it, it gets better. No, no, it doesn't. It, get, it does. It goes. Does he get fired so, in the middle of the ring while Roman gets the championship back at the same right. time? So and does hell, fly. Hell in a cell. Let's so go. A, hell in a cell. A, a bloodline face now. Uh, it's grey area. This so, is this is very grey. You, you know, fans like rebels, so I'm sure they'll pull a lot for Cody, Randy, and uh, Hunter. So. So, let, let, real selection, let, real selection of fan favorites. Eh? So, let's see where the story goes because you may be there may be a bit of redemption yet. So just just relax. So building up to Hell in a Cell, uh, we see Roman is is looking like the shell of his former self. Um, doesn't feel like the head of the table anymore. He's nervous. He's paranoid. He's snappy. And who is the 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 focal point for that snapping? The the bloodline, the, his cousins. They they bear the brunt of it. He's losing his grip on on being the big dog. He challenges uh, Cody to a rematch at Hell in a Cell. Cody says no, no deal. Instead, to kind of exacerbate that that friction in bloodline, he offers the shot to Jimmy Uso. So Jimmy, stunned, doesn't know what to do, looks at Roman, looks at Jay, <laughs> and they're staring at him just as Ray is staring at me right now. But Jimmy accepts, because you would. You would accept a title shot. Roman is pissed. Pissed. And over the next few weeks, Jimmy tries to placate Roman 
and 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 Jay saying he's took this shot for the good of the bloodline. That if they can get that title back in the family, um, everything will be good. Roman reluctantly agrees, but you can smell the mistrust lingering in the air. So at Hell in a Cell, Cody dispatches of Jimmy pretty easily, almost squashed levels. But the most telling point of the match is that at no time did Roman or Jay come out to assist. They allowed him to fall on his own sword. Meanwhile, we get to the the WWE title match and again, Matt Riddle is up against Orton. RK-Bro is finally put to rest as Orton gets that second victory and that that storyline is now in the past. Money in the bank. <laughs> You're gonna hate me. Um, so <laughs> already gotta do. Vince still angry at Orton for and Corda and Triple H for their antics. Uh, this is a a full on almost power trip levels of uh, of running roughshod over WWE. So he pits uh, Orton against Kevin Owens, and he makes Corda face Z- Cesaro. But Triple H is banned from interfering. Or else he will be uh, he'll be cut from his executive position within the WWE. So not only will he lose um, his 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 wrestling credentials, but he'll be cut off uh, entirely. So without Triple H's help, these matches are much more um, closer affairs than the the ones at Hell in a Cell. But nevertheless, Orton and Cody both retain. The Money in the Bank ladder match is won. By Kofi Kingston. So he has claimed himself a guaranteed title shot. I like that. Okay. I'm, I'm a fan of that. He's not, he's not held it before, is he? Nope. Ray's just Ray's just storm facing this booking. So anyway. <laughs> I'm not happy. I'm not happy. You will be happy, I promise. Too long. Hey, my, my Listen, way this is not all that. level booking. Not all level booking. Oh, so he'll get over it in 2027? Good to know. <laughs> so, SummerSlam. For a few months. <laughs> before, before getting stripped again. Um, SummerSlam. In the run-up, Kofi being a face, uh, and what faces tend to do as uh, Money in the Bank um, uh, briefcase holders is, they declare when they're going to, to, to cash in. They don't do anything sneaky with it. And that's what Kofi does. He declares that he will cash in at a set time. That set time is WrestleMania. He wants he wants that WrestleMania spot. But he doesn't specify what title he's going to go for. Because the landscape could very well change between SummerSlam and WrestleMania. Meanwhile, Roman is still trying to, uh, to scratch and claw his way back into that universal title picture. But yet again, Corda rebuffs his, his pleas for a shot. And in fact, Corda goes one better and ponies up the shot to Jey Uso this time. Um, another huge slap to the face of the big dog. On Raw, the WWE title pitcher, AJ Styles is positioned as, uh, as the next uh, challenger by Vince. Uh, Triple H helps Randy to, to win that match. But in the in the universal match, uh, we see Corda absolutely laying waste to Jay, teeing off on him, looking to complete the trifecta against the bloodline. 
when we see a ref bump happen. And Roman Reigns comes in, takes him out, Superman punch, spear, and Roman pulls Jay's lifeless body over the American Nightmare. Oh, my God. Jay, who's the fucking WWE champion? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The referee recovers, and we get the labored one, two, three. Jay Uso no. <laughs> is your new universal champion. The bloodline... <laughs> The bloodline stand tall. And then Roman orders the Uso twins to destroy Cody. The beatdown is brutal. Orton rushes to ringside, uh, apparently looking to help his uh, his power trip uh, evolution brother. And then just as he gets to the ring, stops. Holds his hands up and then slowly backs up. The, the entrance ramp. He's left Corder to suffer the beating. The show goes dark as as the bloodline are just laying waste to Corder Rhodes. So, heading into Crown Jewel next. On SmackDown, it's revealed that Corder is, is on the injury list indefinitely. So he's out of the picture now. That The beatdown was that brutal. Um, the conversation then shifts to Jay relinquishing that title to Roman. That's what Roman's plan was. But Jay doesn't quite see it that way. He doesn't have that same level of respect for for the head of the table as he did before. The fear of Roman isn't there anymore. He's lost an aura. He's uh he's he's lost that that it factor that that made him the the tribal chief. Jay refuses to hand over the title and instead proposes a match at Crown Jewel. But, but the match isn't just for that title. Jay wants something else. Jay wants to be recognised. He wants to be acknowledged as the head of the table. Roman is blown away, but his desire for that title usurps all his, all his sensibilities and he accepts the match. Jimmy, on the other hand, struggling to, to come to terms with who does he side with? Does he side with his cousin or does he side with his brother? Shift back to Raw. Uh, on Raw, oh, we see we see Orton explain his actions. He explains that the alignment with Corder was essentially a means to an end. He wanted that title and Corder was the perfect distraction to get there. But now... The, the apex predator is back at the the top of the, the, the tree and he's beating the best that Raw can throw at him. Corder became expendable, had no use for him anymore. And he actually gives thanks to the bloodline for, for saving him the job of putting the American Nightmare out to pasture. Triple H takes the mark and says, there was never a space in, in evolution for a pissant, like, like Cody Rhodes. And he ends with throw and break that bitch. They've got to be putting that on a t shirt. <laughs> exactly. So at Crown Jewel, oh we see. Oh my God. At Crown Jewel, we see Seth Rollins uh, with the um, 
get beat by Owen again. Triple H is is the is the defining factor, and in the Universal Title match, um, Roman and Jay it actually ends in a double DQ because both guys just totally ignore the referee's direction, a brawling all through the arena, ringside, through the crowd, out to the backstage. And all this time, uh, Jimmy is torn apart about who he should be loyal to. So, Survivor Series. Jimmy is desperate to to, um, repair the, the split in the bloodline. Uh, but the rematch has been set for Survivor Series. Jay and Roman will go one-on-one again for, for the title. Uh, so Jimmy has to resort to desperate measures to to keep the bloodline together as a, as a unit. So over the, the, the coming weeks, as we head towards uh, Survivor Series, he brings in some of the elder members of the Anawaii family to, to, to try and make the cousins see sense. So we see Rikisha one week, we see the Tonga Kid another, we see um, the Wild Samoans Afrin Seeker. Um, none of them can can repair this rift. So it looks like that we are going to, to see the bloodline explode at Survivor Series. Switch back to Raw. Orton is challenged by Kevin Owens. Um, Kevin being the smart cat that he is, realises that everybody Owens has faced has been outgunned because of that, that factor in Triple H. But he's he's smarter than the average than the average bear, I suppose. Shout outs to Yoga. Um he's got a he's got um a, someone to watch his back. One stone cold Steve Austin. Big, big news. So we get to the premium live event, and that stone cold factor is monumental for Kevin Owens. Cancels out all the, the triple H shenanigans, and Kevin Owens is able to beat Randy Orton for that for that uh, WWE title. So a new WWE champion. You get a title. You get a title. You get a title. <laughs> Everybody gets a title. So after that match, we get a glimpse of a. Uh, of Austin walking backstage, heading towards his pickup truck, going to leave the the arena. But off camera, Austin sees a familiar figure and gives a a respectful nod before getting his truck, heading away. Main event rolls around, Jay and Roman picking up where the last few uh, weeks have left off, uh, where the last premium live event had left off, just unadulterated, vicious brawling. Jimmy frustrated, seeing his family explode, and he's just about to make that decision. Who is he going to side with when uh, a familiar song hits the speakers and the crowd go wild? If you smell! <laughs> and out comes The Rock. You both been Cody's year, not the worst thing that could possibly happen to Rock. <laughs> So the brawling stops instantly. All three in the ring looking up at the end to jump. The Rock hits the ring and normally the Rock will come in and do the whole, uh, finally the Rock is back in, blah, blah, blah. None of that. Stone-faced, serious Rock says two words. Acknowledge me. 
the Usos and Roman all look at each other, shocked. What what is going on? Jimmy, obviously the the one with the the most uh, panic, is the first to fall in line. Fist bumps the rock. Jay sees his brother um, behind the rock, falls in line. Roman is offered the fist bump. After a few minutes, he accepts the group hugging out. The Rock has reunited the bloodline. And it seems that the Rock is the real head of the table. We're getting there. We're getting there. Day one. Okay. Smackdown. The status of that universal title is still up in the air. So Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce decide that uh, the match... Um, at day one will be a, a triple threat ladder match between champion Jey Uso between big dog Roman Reigns and Jimmy Uso you're missing Ricochet he should be in it too yeah, if, I'd only, if only I'd have wrote this after you'd mentioned that I would have put Ricochet in the match but, he's too busy to fucking, he's too busy fucking over a family that's all, that's all good so The Rock warns the cousins that this has to be a fair down the middle match no no bullshit best man wins if you can smell what he's cooking so as the match is coming to the climax we see all three cousins at the top of the ladders the belt is unhooked from the support ring and all three wrestlers have a hand on that title you've got Jimmy with one strap got Jay with the other strap, and then you've got Roman clutching that main plate. It looks like the tug-of-war is going to be on, but no, the tug-of-war doesn't happen. There is acknowledging nods, and Jimmy and Jay simultaneously release their grip on the towel. Roman lifts that belt up high, and parity is restored. Roman is champion, the Usos are by his side, and he's once again the head of the table are you not not entertained Mr Cash now Roman's no. back as the big dog no because you made it <laughs> so, go out draw the hill go, going back to Raw <laughs> Kevin Owens hasn't got uh, Stone Cold support this time so Randy and Triple H are able to to regain that, that WWE title um at the end of the show, Randa and Trips stand tall. <laughs> I love how you just that scrolling through the the background scenes. Well, so, I'll, I'll put a Roman in the background, but oh, okay, no, please continue because look, yeah. we we have uh, words to have. Okay, Royal Rumble. Xavier Woods is named as the first new challenger for Roman's uh, freshly regained Universal Title, um, and. Despite um, briefcase holder Kofi Kingston appearing by the side of, of King Woods, um, the, the numbers are too much for, for, for the New Day, and uh, Roman is able to return. Randy, on the other hand, faces Tommaso Ciampa, who has, who has recently made the move from, uh, from NXT to Raw. Uh, and despite his feelings for, for Tommaso due to those uh, connections at the black and gold brand, Triple H distracts Champa and assists uh, Randy in getting the victory. Main event time, 
Royal Rumble match. What's that match about? Which match? Randy versus Champa. It was just a random um, next next challenger for for Randy Orton to build the storyline going he, into. I thought Orton lost the title. He, no, Orton regained it at the last at, at day one. Without don't worry about it. Stone Cold support, Randy and Triple H are able to regain the title. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Paul. He's too busy trying to ruin the the prestige of a small family. It's all good. (laughs) I'm just wondering where the the fuck Cody's gone. You have no faith. So, Royal Rumble, number three. And this is where I I was maybe confused, but we do hear Cody's music. And I have named the music, and it is... Whoa, whoa, it's only smoke of mirrors. It's been confirmed. <laughs> it's confirmed. Down straight can go suck a dick. Um, Cody returns. He's in the Rumble match. Uh, he puts in an Iron Man shift uh, and eventually he ends up outlasting those 29 other competitors. Uh, in the final three, he eliminates Damian Priest and AJ Styles, uh, guaranteeing himself a WrestleMania shot. So heading into elimination slash WrestleMania Chamber. So we're on the we're on the final stretch now. Um, on the roar after that rumble, we actually see Corda and Corfe in the ring together because both of these have claims to a, a WrestleMania title shot. Cordy tells Corfe that he needs to face Randy. And Corfe is absolutely fine with that because he wanted Roman anyway. Um, so those matches are now set. But we've got the small problem of Elimination Chamber to deal with. So the men's Elimination Chamber um, is pretty much booked as a a three-on-three. You've got both Usos and Roman. And and filling up the the, the other three spots, you've got the New Day. Big E, King Woods, Coffee Kingston. Um, The teamwork from the the bloodline and the the way that the, the wrestlers enter the match... Uh, is favourable towards Roman and the Usos, meaning that they always kind of maintain a numbers advantage. We see Woods get eliminated pretty quickly. Uh, Big E is then eliminated, and we see Corfair essentially taking on three, uh, the three bloodline. Corfair is um, is able to fight off the the hard door when uh, Roman mistimes a spear. He smashes his way through the plexiglass. That gives Kofi the, 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 the chance to take out Jimmy and Jay, quick succession, and, and the comeback is on. But just as he rises from, from pinning Jay, he's hit with the spear, and Roman wins the match. So, uh, later on in the pay-per-view, Randy and Triple H uh, face off with Cody and a partner of his choosing. Cody, um, in a one-time deal, a one-match shot brings in the person who he trusts the most in the world. Goldust is back in the WWE. (laughs) 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 You're not getting away without not listening to this, Ray. Um, The two brothers... I'm the here, two man. brothers, they get a win. They get a feel-good win in, in Jeddah. Triple H takes the pin. 
Cody gets the victory, and we we head into WrestleMania. The stage is set. The chess pieces are all in play. We have Roman versus Kofi for the Universal title, and then Randy Orton defending against Cody Rhodes. So, Kofi and Roman open the show, set the benchmark for the rest of the show. With his New Day brothers um, cancelling out the, the, the Usos, Kofi is, is able to solely focus on the big dog. And after a, an epic battle... Kofi puts the head of the table down and wins the UFC, uh, the the Universal title. It'd be cool if he did win the UFC title as well. But I'd rather wins. watch the UFC right now. He wins you the Universal title. You said the good the good name was NYE. The crowd, Ray may be unhappy, but he's he's out there on a limb on of his own. The crowd is ecstatic. Kofi Mania two. They are they are just absolutely enthralled. Main event time. Cody Rhodes makes his way to the ring. Now, it's it's hard to to overstate just what this means to to young Garrett. This is the culmination of seven years of leading to this point, being stuck in the mid card. Saddled with ridiculous gimmicks, leaving the company, betting on himself, touring the Indies, joining New Japan, joining Bullet Club, being at the forefront of All In, being at the the EVP of AW, and and spending all that time with a massive chip on his shoulder that the WWE didn't see him as the star that he thought he was destined to be. The emotion of headlining a WrestleMania, it's it, it's almost overcoming for Cody Rhodes. Okay, so Randy Orton on the other hand, this ain't his first time at the rodeo. He's calm, he's calculated, and he's here to absolutely piss on the dreams of the American nightmare. So the match starts, and it seems like Orton has got Cody's, Cody's number. But in a typical... White meat, baby face comeback. Cody comes within inches of putting away the apex predator. But in a cruel twist of fate, and with stark similarities to his own return to the to the company almost a year ago, Cody is attacked from behind by a a figure wearing a black hoodie. Oh Jesus Christ! What now? Okay, so Randy picks up the victory. Retains his title. The hoodie wearing assailant stands over Cody's limp body, still holding the part of the weapon that he used to put Cody away. But this isn't your standard wrestling foreign object weapon. It's not a chair. It's not a ring bell. It's not even a sledgehammer. It's a broom. And with the realisation of what that means... The hood is pulled down. Kenny, the cleaner, Omega, is in the <coughs> WWE. And you can scene. find the rest of this on WW2K. <laughs> End scene. I told you it happened. Kenny Kenny was going to leave. Mm-hmm. See, me and Paul, great man's think alike. I wouldn't go that far. Fools seldom differ. First and foremost, let me say, your beginning and endings were fantastic. I, 
Especially it's all about bullshit in the middle. <laughs> Especially Young Garrett. Look, look I, I have to tell you, that would be the most exciting year of WWE television we, we would have had since 1999, right? Or since 2001 or something. Cool. Got you. Why the fuck you got to do Roman like that, bro? He just had 500, 600 days <laughs> as a champion, and he lose the title the night after WrestleMania to fucking Randy Orton, right? And then he's, Randy he's, made, he's making stars of people who need that, that rub. Randy Orton clearly needed the rub. <laughs> Randy, yeah, right? And then he, you offer him a championship match, and he gives it to his cousin? What? And no, then no, 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 no. Roman wanted the title match. Cordy said, no, you aren't getting it. And to cause issues, he offers it to the cousins. Cordy offers it to the cousins instead to wind yeah, Roman up. We blame this on Cody, but who wrote it? Who booked it? I, I goddamn booked it. Me. To be fair, Cody's always known how to shift, shift tickets. Yeah. Needle mover, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm so disturbed. Tell me you weren't impressed with him being throne-breaking, though. You weren't then buzzing. Me and me and me, anything with the words impressed and young Garrett involved, far and few between. Paul, as someone with maybe a little bit more, uh, less bias, maybe, what were your thoughts on my booking? I enjoyed it. Gold us back? What the fuck are we doing? (laughs) Why would you not? Why would you not? That was feel good. I actually brought Arn Anderson in that first, but. I changed it to Goldust. I'm out of my mouth. Go ahead, Paul. I'm my I would have preferred on Anderson. <laughs> to come out with a Glock. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought it was good. Um, it'd, it'd be a hell of a shock, Roman losing the title on Raw after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's ballsy. You start, you start hard. <laughs> I like how... Week after week, no matter who's booking, we always go to Randy Orton. That's <laughs> a dependable person to get us through seven months of the year. <laughs> and, and it was the corny story, but he was he was barely in it. He was in it at the beginning oh, and then in it at the end. <laughs> the middle part had nothing at all to do with him. Boy, they say wrestling's a soap opera, bro. We you gave him one. Oh, I'm telling you, man. Back- Matt Riddle was screwed. Roman Reigns was screwed. Cody Rhodes screwed somebody and got screwed himself. Do you know, to be fair, and I said it last week, this was actually pretty hard to wrap because I wanted to be a dickhead and bury him. I wanted to absolutely bury him, but I know that the the fan base would have would have shit on it. So I yeah. thought I'd play fair. I thought I'd play fair, give him his flowers, and then fuck him over at the end. I'd, but you I'd, clearly didn't give a shit what the fans thought because you brought the rock back and he wasn't allowed to do his catchphrases. <laughs> <laughs> there is a three-week period where he's he's in and out of the show. He could he's got time to throw in a few catchphrases. Okay. Just at that event, he 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 was sent. He had to be stoic. So was, you know what? I did. I did like that. I did like it actually. I I, I, I could. What that was one of the bits I could really envisage happening. Mm-hmm. Man, look. So it made sense. It was a, a very sensible, entertaining booking. Coffee yeah. gets his flowers. We get Coffee Mania too, which is amazing. Roman yes, has spent Roman has spent six hundred days granted as champion. Brilliant, brilliant um, uh, run. 
But the people who've got rub off this have been unreal. Kofi's got rub off it. Uh, Xavier Woods has got rub off it. The Usos now look, look legitimate. Jay Uso has now a former Universal Main Champion. Jay Uso. Like, what the fuck? Was <laughs> That's one for the trivia books. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got, I've got one, one question. Quite key question. What, what was, what was Triple H's motivation for doing any of the shit he did? Because of the whole kind of uh, chip on the shoulder that that Corey had with Triple H, that essentially he was everything that was wrong with WWE. He was like the target guy. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, actually. Yeah, yeah so I, I should. I, I didn't need my. Made, I definitely didn't make that up just now on the fly, <laughs> and it did make sense. It was in part of my booking. <laughs> Any final thoughts? Ray, are you... Have, have we ruined you coming back to, to Badlands? Is this the last we'll see? Are you future endeavoured, essentially? Is that what I'm saying? Um, no, but uh, I I don't know if I want to do any more booking shows with you <laughs> for a minute. No, so all jokes aside, I take umbrage with a lot of that booking, but it was really fucking interesting. Yeah, and it, and it, it was not going to happen. This is... My what I just found interesting at the time, bro. You think I that's not going to happen? I have told you time and time again. They listen. To <laughs> How it awesome too. would it be if it actually did? Red <laughs> face. If Cody comes back, just in a title match with the black hoodie on. Ray popcorn raw after mania. Yeah, my boy is the double champion. Woo! <laughs> Shit, Randy Orton. No, it's happening. It's fucking happening. <laughs> Cody, no. What you doing? Mm. Click. Let's go to bed. I ain't gonna watch no more. I'll find out in the morning. <laughs> oh my goodness! What have oh. we done? Well, you know, luckily, you, you, know, you, you get to repair parity, though, this week, because you get to pick next week's topic. I hadn't even thought about that shit. Okay, so next week's topic. Um, next week's topic. Okay, I'm I glad it wasn't one. me, because I hadn't thought about it either. I got one, and I think this will be fun. And we, since you know, since you, you killed the whole purpose of fantasy booking today, today uh, let's do this. What if... The five main companies made a uh, made one supercard. How would you book it? Oh, so now, WWE, do they have to be inter promotional matches or like the best of each company facing their own? You company? can do whatever you want, okay? But you can do whatever you want. All I ask is that there's at least at least one interpromotional match, but you can do whatever you want. It, it, oh, yeah. However you want it. Um, WWE, New Japan, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact. You want to throw one more in there? I don't know enough about Triple A to throw them in there with respect. That's why I didn't put them up there. I think Paul's thinking pro wrestling noir. <laughs> he wants oh, his, his well. Shiyazaki, um fix. I'll, I'll I'll chuck I'll chuck some Noah wrestlers in even if I'm not allowed. I won't care. Just just coming in and just interrupting the matches, <laughs> Randy Orton style, and with a with a black hoodie and a and a and a sledgehammer. Go Shiyazaki hits Roman Reigns with 
And the big dog loses the title to Matt Cardona. <laughs> oh, We're going to need a bulk order now. of black hoodies for next week. <laughs> take me now. Oh, my <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. Yeah, book and you, it, there's no parameters. Just it'll just at least one uh, in a promotional match. If you want to have all WWE versus WWE, AEW versus AEW, just put them all on the same card. It's whatever you want to do. But the fun, I think, would be in putting other people against other people, but uh, it's all five. And you have to have a match with at least every, you can't like have all AEW, WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, and like exclude Impact. Okay. So you have That's to it. involve everyone. Yeah. Okay. okay. I Is Ring of Honor still a thing? Hmm? Is Ring of Honor still a thing? Yeah, I think so. I don't yeah. know if they have a roster, but okay, fine. Then ignore Ring of Honor. Um, no, it's a genuine question because I've not been I've not been following no, following much wrestling news. I, I last I heard was they were well they released everyone didn't they? But they they're doing they're becoming more like PWG and a super indie. Okay, yeah. No, I'm so happy to include them. So how about we switch Ring of Honor for non-affiliated wrestlers, indies, indie darlings? Okay, I like it. That makes more sense. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns versus Nick Gage. Mm-hmm. No, interesting. <laughs> no, because let it be Max. He'll beat him for both fucking championships. Roman Reigns versus Roosh. Roman's gonna lose to Roosh if it's, mm-hmm. if you book him. Yes, I would do that. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Jacob Fatu. That could be some shit to watch, though. That now, if you shit. listen back, I actually booked Jacob Fatu in a Roman Reigns storyline, so you that's did. your homework for next week. Jacob Fatu and Solo Zakoa are the two guys that are not involved. That if you if you bring them in, could be guys to eventually take out Roman in the name of the bloodline that aren't Roman mm-hmm. that aren't Rock. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Jacob Fatu and shout out to Solo Zakoa because they are both killing it right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, that's a great topic for next week. We have a lot of fun with that. I've already got the semblance of a, of how I want to to book the show. It's burying Roman, obviously. Uh, of course, but we'll <laughs> we'll we'll get there. He's gonna, um, he's gonna be in. He's gonna be in the popcorn match. <laughs> in the piss break, he's in the third match on the card. The one <laughs> after the 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 opener, and then the the heater. He's on the the cool down match. <laughs> Against Josh Alexander. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you you found you found that. Thank you for listening to Battlelands. Uh, that, that's Paul's job. What are you doing? Know, you can't just I'm... come in and take Paul's one and only important addition to this show. I am flummoxed, thanks to you, sir. Flummoxed. <laughs> we we aim you, the flummox. You 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 will you will digest that, and you'll see that that's sensible booking. Can we change that? Can we change that to the name of the show? To the to tagline Badlands. We aim to flummox. <laughs> it's all you, big dog. Great show. Well, if you if you, if you if you are keen for a, a, another flummoxing, um, come join us <laughs> next Thursday. Uh, we'll set out to do it all over again, booking our. Um, booking our multi-promotional super shows. I think I'm going to do eight Ricochet matches. 
And, uh, <laughs> all ladders all the time. <laughs> Ultimate X, TLC, Standard Ladder, King of the Mountain. <laughs> Tables, ricochet, and chairs. <laughs> ricochet, ladders, and chairs. Tables, ladders, and ricochets. <laughs> ricochet, ricochet, ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do want to hear that and you're not already subscribed head over to your podcast provider of choice uh find a cheer shot uh cheer shot radio network click subscribe and it'll be there for you along with a whole week's worth of fantastic uh content and podcasts um some of which you'll find raise um much missed voice on um, some of which you hear Maxi's voice on. You won't hear me on any of the other ones. So make sure you're there Thursday um, for those. Uh, if you um, it, summer's coming, it's got to be coming, right? We had all that storms here. So if you're looking for some fresh t-shirts to 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 kit out your summer wardrobe, spring wardrobe, whatever, head over to <laughs> Pro Recipes forward slash the Cheer Shot. Plenty of great designs over there, um, and it really helped out the network if you. If you go and choose some of them, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you thought of those fantasy bookings or my uh, meat paste. We, we Magsy's over at Podfather Mags. Ray's at It's Ray Cash. Uh, Ray is in Mysterio. Cash with a dollar as for an S. And I'm at Rain Counter. Uh, and for all your hard-hitting pro wrestling news and opinion i'm sure there's gonna be plenty about cody Rhodes over the coming uh weeks and months leading up to wrestlemania um head over to the cheershot.com and after you've done all those um stay safe look after your families have a great week and always use your head Chairshot.com. Always use your head. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.